<laughs> well delivered. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Well, uh, Dennis, tell me about your, uh, you have an upcoming um, event. Event? event. Event, yes, it will be, uh, you'll be soon. It will be 69 years since my mother birthed me in the Dunkirk, New York City Hospital. Nice. And about 68.99 years since she left me there, and I've never seen her since. No, that's, that's just, God, I couldn't get it out of my mouth. My sainted mother. Oh. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pushing the big 7-0, man. Are you? But well, 69, good thing about that is that this is the year that it doesn't matter whether you look backwards or forwards, but the number looks exactly the same either way. Whoa, that's okay. so true, man. This is the year to find the balance, 6-9. This is the year to find the balance, 6-9. You, you can flip it over, and it's like the same year, man. And it's also one of my favorite sexual positions, so there you go. Oh, I hadn't even considered that angle. That's interesting. No, no pun intended. That angle. Very funny. <laughs> Indeed. It is, it is an angle. Uh, well... <clears throat> So first, of course, there's some politics to talk about. There's uh, because of uh, Kevin McCarthy's trouble in the House and the relative smoothness of the now the soon to be minority party and electing a leader unanimously in short order and two lieutenants. And it's all the 80 year olds have retired and the Democratic House leadership are now three guys under the age of 55. Wow. Hakeem Jeffries from New York. Just a, a amazingly well-spoken, educated representative uh, of, of of us, and a couple of other folks. In the meantime, the House Republicans, I have such a slight majority that they had a meeting, and several of the people there said to Kevin McCarthy, the current minority leader who's running for majority leader, he um, he had people there, so many people there, who said, "There's no way that I'm voting for you." that um he can't win and he said and, and you know it's like you know it's like uh getting a new pope where you know you keep you keep voting and voting and voting until you get him until you get a majority right 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 the white the smoke, smoke the black yeah. smoke the black smoke the white smoke etc um yeah. and in this how much smoke they they smoke a lot in the, <laughs> this, is, in the Vatican. this is a lot of smoke and mirrors i'm afraid oh, so man. what mccarthy has to put up with imagine this this is a guy who, after denouncing Trump on the floor of the House on January 6th, quite clearly and quite, quite perfectly, he went to Mar-a-Lago quicker than anybody within a month because he realized that if he wants to be Speaker of the House, that he needs MAGA Republicans. He needs deniers. He needs Marjorie Taylor Greene. He needs people like that. He's got to have these people who are dying the wool MAGA, or he can't win the seat without them. Right, right, right. They are crazier than him and further right than him and worse than him. And he's so bad that he was one of the first ones that ran down there, asked Trump to pull down his pants and then kissed his ass. This is the guy who now is more centrist than what the real, the, the, the alt-right, which is now Breitbart and, yeah, yeah. you know, Steve Bannon and, and, and Miller and sure. all these, you know, right, far right, you know, Keep separate the babies from the mothers, and that'll teach them. And just nuts that stuff. He's got to have them, and so eventually, it's going to be clear that he's only two or three votes short. And they voted three or four times, let's say, right? And the all right is going to say, okay, well, there's two of us willing to go your way, if you will announce, uh, starting today, starting in your first day, the impeachment of Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. Mayor Garland, um, you know, a list, and then it'll be up to the to McCarthy to try to whittle it down a bit. But that's what they're about. And in the meantime, Hakeem Jeffries, now the new leader, he has a standing ovation applause from his unanimous delegation who voted him in. Not a not a you know a lot of maneuvering and readiness over the years, of course, but when he gave his first speech. He said, we're going to tackle the things that matter to the American people. We're going to fight inflation. We're going to try to get prices down. We're going to help people with their education. We're going to uh, get to the point where we outlaw uh, assault weapons. And and he was just very clear to a standing ovation. 
And the Republicans are looking at four or five votes before McCarthy comes in. Maybe it'll be quicker. Maybe I'm being, uh, you know, ultra negative. But um, so that's going on right now. So, first of all, what an unfortunate historical past with that particular surname in the Senate. Um, but yes, isn't that uh, something? So, is this related? You sent me an article that was like Democrat should nominate a Republican. Uh, oh no, speaker. it was a, It's it's an interesting thing that the Constitution of the United States does not require that the Speaker of the House is a member of the House as an elected official. The only thing that it says is that whoever they elect is the Speaker of the House. They can just it's, choose some random hot dog salesman on the from the street. He probably wouldn't get enough votes, but who knows? It all I mean, depends. it depends on how good the mustard is. And how, and how, how much MAGA Kool-Aid he's drank. Right. Um, but, but yeah. Uh, Normally, know, it's, it's, from, it's from within. It's always been from within. It's okay. never not been from within. So one of the names that the Democrats— They could have elected you? Yes, actually. They Fuck. Could. Maybe I, I, I'm not too old. How could I be? I'm not, I'm not 80. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, Anyway, um, so one of the names that the Democrats rose was Liz Cheney. Right. As the Speaker of the House with the Democratic majority and to bring in the real conservative Republicans in this country. Right. That are in hiding. Yes. And mouthing the words, you know, Trump, 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 or less so, but still. Sure. And just biding their time until this too passes. So they're more than willing for... Chris Christie, the former governor of New Jersey, who's been running for president since before he published his book, which I've, I've seen and read and had seen many, many, many interviews with him, where it's a quite impressive book. He's a quite impressive speaker. And the Republicans say that he's like a ping pong ball, which is ridiculous. You supported Trump. You didn't support Trump. You ran against him. Then you supported Trump because he won. Then you supported him as president. Then you voted for him the second time. And then after that, you changed your mind and said, you know what? I can't do it anymore. That's not being a ping pong. That's just, that's just that's moving just, on. Time marches forward. Right? They, used mean, it, they used to call it flip-flopping. Well, it, it, it's, it's, it, that's ridiculous. If he made no, all those decisions in one day, yeah, it would exactly. be flip-flopping. Exactly. But, but if you get new evidence and you change it, your mind. His line, in the, his line in the sand is a whole lot. Uh, further away from Trump than mine was, you know, and so as those thresholds are crossed, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he says, you know what, I'm done. There's a lot of people supporting Trump until January 6th erupted. They're not flip flopping. They're changing their fucking mind. <laughs> you know, look, I've taken off a flip flop to draw a line in, in the sand. So like, did you get a burr in your foot? Who do you think you are? Fucking Jimmy Buffett? A Richard Burr? No. There's a great uh, uh, there's a great novel that Michener wrote uh, about Aaron Burr. Aaron that Burr. is a time in our history where intrigue of this nature, of, yes. of which we bespeak, yes. was in 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 in, in rabid evidence. I've I've seen the, the musical, treachery. so I know all treachery about it. Treachery with treachery not in the age of electronics. Treachery not in the age of electronics. Fuck. There's our title. Okay. Uh, Subtitle. Yeah. Consider sure. it. Just a suggestion. I know I send you so many ideas about editing and you just never respond to any of them. Right. All the you ideas. You haven't ever done an edit I recommended, have you? Uh, no, you haven't. No, I mean, some of them were, you know, you know, stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to get you canceled. So, like, I, I cut some stuff out, but, yeah, right. you know. Like, right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so, let's see. Uh, up, let's talk about weather. A minute. We did politics. I want to talk about the weather. So, guys, okay. hey, man, how you doing? Hey, you doing good, man. What's hey, about the weather, man. What's the first thing you say? It's fucking cold out there, man. So listen to this. Well, hold on. I want to. I want to go first because. Uh, so the weather's been okay here. It's uh, rainy and cold and stuff. But uh, how cold? How, how cold? Uh, not cold to you. Uh, we've made it down to. Uh, 50 Fahrenheit, <laughs> which to us is like, I'm cold. Yeah. That's balmy. I know, My right? story is that last week I well, was... But, <laughs> but, but what I wanted to say was that uh, my my work colleague in uh, in Mongolia reported uh, minus 30 degrees Fahrenheit oh, temperatures, Lord. where it's just like, f- like 
you 80 degrees colder than where you were. You just don't even, like, what do you, <laughs> just don't go outside. The coldest I've been was in, was in Moscow at, uh, at, you know, minus maybe 15, 20. But, uh, yeah, mine, the coldest was, it had to be near Buffalo where I grew up. I, uh, left Alaska one uh, time in the, in the winter, uh, bitter cold, uh, two, three, four hours of sunlight and, uh, dressed for i mean you better dress for alaska right you you better have the biggest overcoat that you can put over a suit that you've ever worn and i've got a beauty i've got a beauty yeah and uh yeah zippers and hoods and snaps and i'm not zippers cold. and hoods and snaps yes i'm not cold i don't get cold and so um i went to san diego and it was a 50 degree drop in temperature or uh, uh in right, rice yes and got off the plane dressed in my alaska garb and was like oh my god Give me to give me to get me to a shower. Okay, the right. Alaska to San Diego well, shower, so, to shower story. Last week, it was in the forties here, so I could do my gig, the railing job over on Wheaton. They the have railing a job on Wheaton. Very yes. strange. Uh, their house is high up off the off the street, which is on a big hill. I've it's I've big. seen photos that you sent, uh, and, and... Um, so step 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 step, and then walk a little bit, and then another step, and then walk and platform after platform and on the right the guys who poured the sidewalk while they were doing it they built a cinder block wall that was also built like stair steps but they don't match the stairs some of them are 29 inches tall some of them are 30 some are 34 some are three feet one is six foot one is there's no symmetry it's like whatever they thought of and so these folks that are they said first of all they said our folks are old and they're having trouble walking up here without a railing yeah no shit they're they're in their seven. They're 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 almost seventy. Oh, <laughs> ouch! And I looked at him and I said, "Well, I think I can understand their problem." <laughs> so I went through a couple designs. The design that I sold them on was every level part of that wall was its own railing, two flanges, two uprights, and then a railing. And you went, you just went from cinder block to cinder block. Yep. So I re- redesigned it so that instead I realized that it, it was I could make a 45 degree angle work so that you can actually put your hand on the banister and slide it all the way up. Nice. Hopefully in a glove because it's cold. Yeah, it is. It is a chilly hunk of metal. It's one and one quarter inches round, which is about the size of a grip, which is code. And I uh, uh, had to drill holes in the concrete and then put a uh, anchor screw in, which yep. when you... Uh, when you screw in the screw, the anchor that fits in the hole very nicely expands. Yeah, baby. That's what anchors so do. So the screw expands it until the concrete and the, the the receiver, the sleeve, is as of one. Hey, I did that this week, too. Imagine imagine little old me. Glued uh, something? I was, I was tasked with fixing my previous attempt. Uh, so we... <laughs> A re-repair? Uh, we we moved our uh, some bookcases uh, to our garage, uh, and we decided we don't need those bookcases in our house anymore. We're just going to leave them in the garage, just like shelving. And the bookcases uh, from IKEA, the famous Billy bookcase model, pressed, uh, pressed lumber probably swelled up. Yeah, well, no, uh, it it came with a. I, I guess it came with a solution to because obviously when you put up a bookcase, ideally you want to. Uh, like attach the top of it to the wall so it's not going to fall over on you. And it came with one of those. And I had previously attempted to do that with a too small screw into the, uh, into this concrete, uh, brick without an anchor. No, with an anchor, but it was too, it was too small. Was it a plastic anchor? It was a plastic anchor and it had, it had come, it had come unanchored. Uh, so so, was it two pieces? What? The screw and the anchor? Yes. And they were separate? Yes. There's a but, better thing. I'll tell you about it in a moment. Go ahead. Okay. Well, let me, let me finish uh, yeah, what, I, what I, I accomplished. Uh, so I found what was a really long screw and a big fat anchor that I guess was left over from the carpenters that installed the furniture on our walls and stuff uh, just in our house. And it was, it was, it was fatter than the previous um, anchor and screw had been. And there was also this big, um, this big plastic, washer we'll say a spacer 
that would uh-huh. uh-huh. right. not to be uh, just what because I did. you don't want the you don't want the shelf leaning backwards on the wall exactly and plus like the 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 ground is uneven there and it's actually sort of leaning right. a little bit away from the wall and is this uh, the key of what is the lumber is it press wood yeah it's yeah it's, it isn't isn't your uh isn't your garage wall against the earth isn't it moist uh, it is but there there is there are several inches between uh and what is, is the wall made out of stone uh mortar? it's it's br- i think it's brick with mortar on top and then with this like uh bump bumpy stuff on top oh, so it's it's fairly up upgraded I, I yeah I I think it's okay and so anyway so I went in there and uh, the my bigger anchor did not fit in the smaller hole so I had to go uh, walk a, a block back home to get the to get the drill and drill a bigger hole and then put the anchor in and screwed it all in and uh, for now it's uh it's better anchored and like that's that's about the extent of my well, so imagine that. Uh, the the first of all, I will tell you an improvement over the sleeve and screw approach, and that is when you first of all as background, when you're using the sleeve and screw approach, you drill a hole, for example, for a five sixteenths screw, you drill a half inch hole because the anchor is obviously bigger than the it's screw. It's better, and then the whole idea is that it expands. That, you tap that anchor into that hole. Tap that anchor, and then when you uh, screw the screw and it expands and it holds. Indeed. The other option is this unit where, so imagine that the flange that holds up the railing on my, uh, uh, what I built, the flange, which is the round that holds the pipe and is secured to the concrete, has four holes in it. So each, so every time there's an upright holding up that railing, I've got a flange there that requires four. I had an old drill. I've, I've seen I've seen the photo. I've seen the old, I had an old drill and it took forever and it, I used the anchor and sleeve approach. And then I said, fuck it. I went out and I bought a hammer drill, Yeah, which is a drill that not only goes around, but it goes up and down. And so it goes through shit like concrete. My like, drill, zzz. my drill has a, has a hammer setting. Yes. Well, that's, it, that's, it is required that's for what I did because it otherwise was, it just, if I, if I left it on just the, the regular uh, drill at work drill, it doesn't, didn't do anything. I had to put it on oh, the hammer yeah, one yeah, yeah. Right. and then go. Well, and then this other new, this other thing I found, which is better is actually a screw inserted into a expanding thing. Yep. And as you tighten it, it expands even further. And so there's a nut on the top of it and it's one piece instead of two. Huh. And you drill a hole that's the same size as the screw. And you and, pound it in, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Instead of the other approach, which you drill a larger hole, you insert a sleeve. Is there screwing involved that, here, though? <laughs> we, what's that? Like later, how does he have to expand? Later, so you drive it in now, and these fit right in the flange in the hole. So I drill the holes so that they're 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 close to right, as close as you can be, because when you're drilling a hole, I've got a a five sixteenth inch drill, which is, you know, smaller than your finger by some, but in order to get it started, I put the flange on the concrete and draw a circle and pencil around it. So it stays in one spot. And then I take the drill and I try to get a little drill that I have, a little tiny one, a little wee drill and drill a hole right in the middle of that. Right. Just to get started. Yes. It's a starter. Starter hole. And that way, when you take your larger drill, you set it on, it's going to go exactly where it's supposed to go. And uh, the problem that I had and the solution that I was too lazy to, to resolve, oh, no. the problem I had was that often those holes were just a little off. They were Ugh. crooked this way or crooked that way. Because remember, you try to drill down and you've got to be level three different ways, to the left, to the right, and then, and then to the Six earth. Six ways, really. How many ways? Like all the, all the ways. You gotta, all the ways. All the you gotta, ways, all you gotta, the time. You've you got to have, a, have a, a healthy conscience about you know all the <laughs> bad and the good you've done in the world you know it's hard yes yes it's it's a it's a it's a it's an allegory for life in so many ways yeah so so i I put the thing in there and these little things that were one piece right that you pounded in they fit right in the holes with the flange on the top yep boom 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 pounded it in it was so much quicker so much easier and this is the thing i went to the store there wasn't anybody who said don't do it the way you're gonna do it there's a better way Everyone said, you're a genius. What's that? 
no one corrected you. Everyone assumed, everyone agreed that you were doing it. I asked for stuff. They gave it to me. One guy worked construction for 30 years. He was my go-to guy. I'm going to go back to him. Oh, so I got into an argument. Wait, hold on, hold on. I got into a big argument in the store. I got to tell you. Go Go ahead. No, but at what point are we doing something that is expanding the flange, as you call it, to better grip? Oh, because you're tightening the you're tightening the screw. So that's okay. So, that's so you're, you're banging it in, and it's all you're one banging piece, it and then, in, and then you and then, screw. So listen to this: at the very bottom, bang and then this, screw. At the very bottom of this two part contraption, yeah. which is a metal sleeve, and then you said a screw. It would, you said it would that one goes part. in it. The bottom of the screw sticks oh. out below the metal casing, and it's bigger. It's bigger than the casing. So when you start to tighten it down, the first thing that happens is that the larger end of the screw comes up into the metal and starts to expand it. Right. And as you tighten your nut on the screw, which will only tighten less than eighth of an inch. Okay. The distance of the anchor, the the, the, the height of the anchor part of the of the the hardware. Right. Is something more it's like a quarter of an inch so there's no so when you tighten this down as long as you're doing it within an eighth with an eighth of an inch you can't do it within a quarter because it's just it's not built that way that knobby end that big knobby end pulls itself up into what you pounded in with a hammer yes and made it even tighter and i put a little uh, uh liquid nails in it that is uh when i'm thinking of it which is um uh, good from zero degrees to 140 degrees Fahrenheit, and, it, right. and it'll it'll it 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 affixes concrete and metal, concrete to concrete. It's it's all purpose epoxy. This it's it was it was a joy to work with. I broke the screws off uh, three times. Okay, my only complaint is that you you chastised me for having a two part anchor screw uh, situation, and then you said that your anchor was a, like a separate part. Of your thing. It was one. So, it's a two part, but they're they're attached. So you're I only mean, one piece of hardware. Okay. When you're banging and, it in there, yeah. Okay. And the the idea of of drilling a hole larger than you need with a hammer drill, right? And then putting an anchor in it. Yeah. That hole that it better expand pretty well because the hole you've you've drilled is so big. What I love about this is that it's the same size as the screw head. So when you pound it in, as I did with a rubber mallet, all four holes at once, right. boom, 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 and then each by itself, um, that that rail don't move, man. It doesn't budge. It does not budge. And this is a one-way operation. Like you're never going to be able to undo what you've done. I can undo every single thing I did. Okay. Well, well the more difficult undoing would be the flanges and these screws we're just describing. But all of the railing is joined by a, jo- a screw the size of a nickel. And that screw the size of a nickel is uh, about twice as thick as the joint that holds these pipes together. Right. And when you screw that tight with a big giant Allen wrench, whoosh, 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 that like screw connects to that metal and actually digs into it. Yeah, baby. All of which you can undo. All of which you can undo. Excellent. That's the genius of this invention. And I ended up Googling the company. They only make the product for one major retailer, and that's Lowe's. So I was forced. So here's the story. So as you can imagine, the railing, four-foot piece, six-foot piece, ten-foot piece, three-foot piece, four-foot piece. You buy railing in six or ten-foot sec. Three, six, or ten, they come. So you got to have them cut. So... There's a, there's a machine there that you roll out from underneath the counter. It's this enormous metal iron machine. But you put your pipe in a casing that grips it, 20-inch casing that grips it, and then you mark your spot where you're sawing it out the other end, and there's this really nifty lever that has a wheel on it that's like a, a, a metal cutting wheel. And as you pull that lever onto the pipe, which is spinning, sure. because that gripper not only grips it but spins it, Quite fast. The wheel is spinning, or the pipe is spinning. The 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 uh, the uh, no, the pipe is spinning. Ooh. The pipe is gripped and spinning, and what you're grabbing is a lever with a wheel that does not spin, 
And as you apply a little pressure Why that wheel lever doesn't spin. that puts the wheel edge into the pipe, it slowly but surely cuts it perfectly round. Does it? The wheel spins event at some point, though, right? When you're bringing it down to cut. Well, uh, no, the wheel doesn't spin. If the wheel spun, it wouldn't cut. Well, why, is it, fuck, is, the why is it a fucking you wheel, then? Spinning. Look, you don't need two you, fucking things spinning. Why is it a How wheel? Would that work? Why is it a wheel? I understand, but it doesn't need to be a wheel. It could, it could be a, a straight edge. Oh, 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 it's a wheel because um, you can turn it uh, when one part of it becomes dull. Ah. Uh... See? Just sort of like our conversation here. <laughs> that it's it's dull. Well, it's I, it's well, your. Fault. I mean, we, we might need you're, to turn it. <laughs> everyone knows that you're the dull one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Was, we might was, need to turn this wheel. It was established in the first <laughs> in the first episode. <laughs> it's a spider monkey episode. Yeah, uh, let's, let's turn this wheel. Uh, let me tell well, you. About... So so let me tell you the story. So I go into the store, uh -huh. and I'm surprised that they have all these uh, nut driven elbows and connectors, which means that I don't have to thread thread the uh, nut driven uh, elbow. Pipe. And have elbows and thread. It's so much more complicated. And there's a sign that says, we cut galvanized and black iron pipe. So I buy some galvanized pipe. And there's three different, there's two different companies that sell the pipe. Uh, one sells a black pipe. One sells a galvanized uh, with a dull finish. And another sells a galvanized with a shiny finish, which I bought. But there's two different types of galvanized and there's one iron. And so the sign says we cut black iron and galvanize. And I say to the dude, "Hey man, I need this cutter. I need this cut a couple of times." Uh, uh, is you know, and, and, and you in the other place I went, there's a three dollar charge every time you, you cut. And he says, "No, as long as you buy it here, we'll cut it for you." I said, "Oh, oh holy shit! All right, I need a four foot piece, a three foot piece, uh, a two foot piece, and then the uprights seven point three six inch piece, seven inch, eight inch, twelve inch, thirteen inch. This guy's cutting away." So I go, I'm, I'm there every day. I'm doing three days of work and I, I go back the second day. And at the end of the second day, he's this guy who I made friends with. His name is Don. Good man. Working there construction, 30 years, using a cane, leaning, using the machine. Well, he says, you're going to kill me. I said, why am I going to kill you, Don? He said, because I was just told that we can't use this machine for the brand of piping that you're buying, that the other company that sells the other two, this is their machine. And if we use their machine oh, no. on pipe that they don't sell and something happens to the machine, we're liable. And I said, well, that's news to me. He says, so how many more cuts you need? I said, two. He said, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's take care of it right now. And he did it. Next day, I got to drive all the way to Holland, Michigan, an hour and 10 minutes away yeah. to go get pieces to finish this thing because they don't have it and they ran out. Yep. So it's a three-hour drive to go, and I do that. I get there, and I say, "All right, now I've got my flanges and my upright. Uh, I've got a, I, I, I got my flanges set. Now I know how long my pipe has to be until that flange is set." Tell me about you it. You can't measure the distance to the rail. So you can't it, unknown. It's unknown because if it moves a quarter of an inch from where you marked it, it's going to change the the uh, the angle. This is all. So I go. Yeah, and I'm I'm a, I'm a slave to my uh, my middle class upbringing, where I can't stand waste. So ten foot, six foot, three foot post. How do I do the math on this? And I realized that the last, very last one that I had, the very last railing at the very top, had a five inch variable in terms of how long it could be. Huh. So the variable I chose gave me after it was cut a piece of pipe exactly the right size to finish the job. So one cut as it turns as luck would have it. Fucking A. So I go to the place, I go, Hey, uh, and I'm, I'm hoping. And, and so I know the old dude has told me this and I'm thinking I got to get away with one more cut. <laughs> right. So I'm hoping that the young dude who cut Justin with curly hair, great, great, great helper. I'm yep. hoping he's there, but I know it's too early for him. He works the afternoon shift. Or I'm hoping Don is there, but I don't know. And the guy I'm hoping it isn't, who told Don oh, no. about the rule, he shows up when I ring the bell. And he says, how can I help you? And I What's said, his I, name? Need this, I need this pipe cut. David. And I, I never knew his name. Okay. And, uh, and he, says, uh, he says, we can't cut that pipe. And, and I said, well, why not? Not while, you, not while you're here, working. <laughs> I've been coming here for two days. I've spent $600 on parts. 
I bid the project on an expectation from your staff that you would cut the pipe and it would be free. That's why I spent all my money here instead of going somewhere else. So you can't at the end of the project say you won't cut my pipe. Cut my and pipe. I know that there's no problem with the machine cutting the pipe because it's been done for two days. He said, I'm telling you, we can't do it. And I said, well, in that case, if that's your decision, I need to speak to the manager. There's rules following. And he said, and he said uh, well, she's right up front. Go ask her. And I said, no, I think the manager will come here and talk to me. And he says, he's pissed now. And he says, well, if you yell loud enough, she might hear you calling. He says, testy, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, that's just rude. He said, I'm not the one being rude. You're telling me how to do my job. I said, no, I'm not. I'm telling you the facts of life here. And I'm <laughs> telling you, I need to speak to your supervisor. I need you to go fetch her. And I don't think I said fetch, but it was certainly my attitude. Sure. And um, she came down. No, 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 no. And so this guy comes. Her name was Barbara. <laughs> this guy comes and he says, hey, can I help you? I said, well, yeah, you know why. You know, you know what I want. I've got this project. And by the way, I'm looking at the sign above the machine that says you cut black iron and galvanize. Can you come here a second? And he said, yeah. And I said, you see what that label says about the pipe that I bought? It says this one and one quarter galvanized pipe, S20. This is galvanized. You say galvanized. I was told you cut all my pipe for free. And now you're telling me when I have one more cut left to finish the project that I financed with you for $600. And he said, hey, man, he says, he says, hey, man, I'm not I'm not trying to, to you know, to cause trouble here. And I said, there's no trouble. I'm telling you the facts. I need a decision. He said, I'm going to have to go get somebody else. And I said, higher up than you. He said, yep, I'm not going to make this decision. I'm not going to uh, cut this on this machine. And, and risk and risk this. And I said, you do understand, of course, that your machine has no trouble cutting this, that instead it's a proximity issue and an ownership issue, that it's right. the kind of pipe that the guy who gives you this machine to use. And I explained it to him as if and he knew it. Yeah. And I said, but here's your problem. That's not what it says. That's not what you told me. And that's not what you've done. Uh. And he said, I'm going to go get somebody higher up. So in the meantime, here comes Barbara. The dude, uh, the dude who, who who said if you yell loud enough, he comes by. He says, "Well, he says I'm sorry. I'll try again to get a, to get the to get the manager." And now he's like uh, uh, being friendly, right? And he's he, you know these guys are all right. They just they don't like it that you go over their head. So finally, the guy shows up. He says, "Can I help you?" I said, "Yeah, it's pretty simple." Your sign says you cut galvanized pipe. This sign says I bought galvanized pipe. You told me you'd cut all my types for the job. Therefore, the machine has got no problem. It's a problem with your ownership. What your shine should say is we only cut the products that are sold by this company. And yep. instead, what you've done, what you've said, what you've written, what you posted is all wrong. And I'm a victim of that. He said, let me cut you your piece of pipe. Just to shut you the fuck up. One, one dude comes, the dude, the dude who come back the second time, he said, oh, it's above my head. He came back one time. I forgot to tell you this. He comes back one time. He says, so... Uh, we call Gail's Hardware. They'll cut your pipe. I said, uh, I'm not driving to Gail's Hardware to get my pipe cut. I didn't buy the pipe from Gail's Hardware. I bought it from you. I'm here now. I'm not leaving until my pipe is cut. And he says, I'll send somebody. <laughs> and then, like, hey, can they cut my pipe? It's like, a, it's like a Jewish guy asking for a circumcision, right? <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I'm circumcised. And cut I'm cut my pipe. What do you What do you say? <laughs> no, you know, you go to one, one temple and they won't cut your pipe. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. Okay, well, right. okay. So anyway, it was 40 degree weather, so it was balmy, 42, whatever, and I could work outside. And then I finished the job on time. I I, I make 840 bucks or whatever, you know, 35 nice. bucks an hour. It's it's a great hourly wage when it's under the table, you know, that sure. 25% tax on $35 is like 50 bucks an hour. So it's yeah. under the table. The, the IRS is $100,000 a year. The IRS does not listen to this. So it, it, whatever, this is all hypothetical. It's a yeah. hundred thousand dollars a year. Hypothetically, if you can work 40 hours a week, which yeah, yeah, which you can't yeah. work 40 hours a week. That's not too bad. Um, and, uh, and it was so gratifying. They cut my pipe. I took it back. I had the final two pieces. 
I, I got it done. I tightened it all down and uh, got my invoice and got paid. So today when I woke up, it said it was 31 degrees. And I see up above on the chart, it says feels like 19 degrees. <laughs> so I go outside and the wind is, is wicked and blown from the lake, which is an hour from here. And it's so cold that it's the coldest day of winter. So far. I'm so glad I finished that job before today. Oh, my God. I just hate working when it's super cold, so, particularly uh, with metal. I have a question. Uh, the pipes are sealed on either side. Like, no, there's plugs. Plugs so that... You pound the plug in with a rubber mallet so that they're sealed. So when I asked if they cap. were sealed, when I asked if they were sealed and you said no... And then you they're said, not sealed. sealed. They don't. They don't come sealed. You have to seal them. You're right. But, but as you as you left them, no. Like uh, the reason I ask is that we had trouble with some like wasps and stuff yes. getting into our. That's exactly why you really. seal them. That's right. why you seal everything. Okay. They love uh, the, the wasp as I would. If, think about. It. You want to be someplace safe and warm, so you crawl up a pipe, and you go in far enough where you can build a big nest. Right. Yeah. This is what I want. It's it's what we all want. It's, it's what the Democrats want. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, so that uh, was a fantastic story of dealing with pipes and cutting and... Uh, and there's a... You post a picture. Pounding. Sure. Yes, I will, I will uh, blur the, um, the license plate of your client uh, from the photo <laughs> that you sent. And I actually have a better picture, but... You can you can what? shave it as, as easily as I can. Why would you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's that. So have you done any homework? I bet you not. So I have some news from my side of the pond. Remember how our sofas were supposed to arrive in yes, November, yes. and we've yes. been just dying to get our fucking sofas. Yes. Yes. Uh, and they called me last week and said, "Hey, I'm the guy that's going to deliver your sofas." Uh, let me know what time of day we can come by. And I said, literally any time of day, like I, I live and work here, uh, you know, when, whenever. He was like, oh, that's nice because that like liberates their scheduling issues. And he said, um, and how many days notice do I need to give you before we deliver? And you said no notice. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, what do you mean days notice? And he's like, you know, so you can like uh, clear out your, your existing sofas. And I was like, uh, sir, it's empty, man. We have not had a sofa in oh so many months. Uh, please, you know, you know, please, sir, bring us a sofa. And he was like, "Oh shit, you really have been living without sofas? I'm going to put you to the top of our list." Oh. Uh, and I was like, "Ah, oh, geez, sir, that's that's so amazing. Thank you." And he said, "On so we plan our routes and stuff on Monday." Uh, and this was, again, this was last week. So he said, on Monday, we're going to call you and we're going to like, and we're going to promise when the sofas are, are going to come. But, you know, you're at the top of our list. And I was like, oh, geez, thank you, sir. And then they called on Tuesday and said, yeah, it'll be Friday. So bad. we don't bad. have, we, but, but yeah, so the November sofas have turned into December sofas, but barely, but it'll be delivered on my birthday. It'll no. be delivered on second. Yeah. So not quite on your birthday. Um, so, well, that's it, a nice birthday present for me that you're yeah, happy. It's a nice birthday present for you, uh, to that us. That you're happy. And we, uh, oh lordy, are we looking forward to this? I'll this bet. is like, I understand, I've lived long enough to realize that, uh, looking back a year or two from now, it's going to be hard to remember this harrowing time that we spent without <laughs> sofas because it's just going to be like the sofas were always there. I think you're a bit spoiled. That's what I think. So you grew up on having sofas. I used to have to lay on on pallets made out of wood. Well, some of that nails sticking. I wish we had. I'd throw, I'd throw some straw on it and a wool blanket. I wish we had pallets. Shit, we ain't got nothing. So that'll be uh, lovely. So hopefully uh, by this time next week, uh, you will be slightly older, and I will have slightly more sofas. Still pending. So, that's a big deal. And Still also, we, we had a uh, family um, uh, life event happen just today. Family-like. 
Family life, life, a family event. Oh, family life. Yes. That was like family like, like it was sort of like a family, but nah, not quite. No. Uh, so uh, d- this morning I took my son into the doctor uh, just to get a routine checkup. Uh, but we used the fact that he had uh, time off from school in the morning to go to the doctor to take him to the bank and give him his first bank account at nine years old. And he was very wow. excited about that. So he could be a criminal and get away with it? Holy shit. They have so many hoops you have to jump through just to create a bank account. Uh, like, as if as if I'm going to take a child off the street and forge ID cards where his surname matches mine to, uh, to create bank accounts where the max you can put in it is like $50,000 or something. And we're going to put, like... The, the idea that all those checks and balances were preventing mon- money laundering is just ridiculous. But uh, is what? Yeah, ridiculous. So oh. we like we had to at, at one point we had to walk back home. Luckily, the bank is like a block away. Uh, we had to walk back home to get an extra document that we had to take there, so they could photocopy, so that they had the actual full document of blah 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 blah. And anyway, in the end, we succeeded, and he was able to deposit his hundred euros or whatever that he had. Uh, Accumulated from well, from a budding businessman and a potential criminal. You are bringing the boy up right. He's got his options. Am I right? You got to know. Uh, you you got to yeah. And so he's uh, he spent uh, the rest of the day um, filling, uh, taking coins from from his piggy bank and and like filling those those little things that you fill the coins with. To oh yeah. Bank. Did he have a machine or did it by hand? By hand, like God intended. The banks have machines that do that for you. Well, you just pour the money into a funnel, and it. This one, like we, I asked, what should we do with the with this? And they told you this coins, and they were like, "Here, take these little, take these little plastic sleeves." Really? Yeah, that's antique. Of course, you well, are in Europe. Well, and I chose the bank when I chose this bank. I specifically looked around at all the all the local banks, and I chose the one that had the best website, like the best yeah. internet internet presence. Let me and, ask you. Uh, let me ask you a technical question. Yes, you there. Why are you slightly out of focus on my screen? Well, you're slightly out of focus on my screen too. I think that's huh. because the app that we're using to record this is dropping our bit rate. Uh, our, it's lowering lowering the quality to send to each other, such that each of us can locally record the best quality. Ah, because uh, because then we put them both together. It's crystal clear. Y- yes. So yeah, same you're, with you. Then. Exactly. I I look amazing. So uh, this what is this called? Zencaster. Uh, they're not called? sponsoring this episode, but yes, uh, Zencaster, like Buddha. Right. So don't they have an option where you're full screen? Because you're awful small on the screen. Oh, you're pretty big. Like, what's making me small? Well, you're you're uh, three quarters of the screen wide and. Three oh, of the uh, I I accept having you as we, a wee part of the screen, but I don't know if there's a way to maximize that. I I don't know, maybe not. Well, it's it, it, I don't I'm I'm looking at the uh, recording options for me and for you at the bottom, <laughs> and then I've got all and then I've got a whole column to the right of the screen. Yeah, me too my little image and then just nothing. It's like, yeah, it seems like that. And that's the thing about zoom is that you can come in and loom large and you're not out of focus. You can zoom large. Yeah. The, the different uh, applications to do this are pretty crap. And what's funny is that like, I actually work at a company that makes software that's better than this for. That's hilarious. You're right. That's hilarious. Hilarious. I'm laughing so, so hard. Uh, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so I don't know. It's the state that we're in, man. Like whatever. Boy, I listened to a, I listened to a podcast today, uh, uh, in, um, interviewing a historian that like was an expert on, uh, world war one and world war two and the cold war. And the interviewer was asking him about, um, uh, so, you know, you successfully predicted, you know, COVID in January 2020, and you successfully predicted that you know, Russia would invade U- Ukraine um, uh, earlier this year. 
no one could have predicted that Ukraine would not just would fold, fold uh, and would actually fucking fight back and change history. Uh, but uh, but they but the historian was asked, you know, what do you see is you know happening you know soon in the future? And he talked about how uh, well clearly Taiwan is going to be uh, like China needs Taiwan because that's like in the same way that um, Taiwan is sort of like the Cuba in the Cuba Missile Crisis, where mm-hmm. it's an island near one of the one of the protagonists, uh, but it's totally different. It was it would be as if like Cuba was producing all of the oil that we all needed back back then, because Taiwan because. is produced. But Taiwan is producing all of the microchips that like power yeah. all of everything that we do, and uh, and that that within two years is going to get super hairy, and also just like whatever happens with 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 Ukraine. And anyway, it was a super sobering discussion. And I was and like, I was thinking, damn, I might need to like take all my retirement savings out and put it into gold or something for like 10 years because uh, shit's about to go down. But I don't know. It was kind of, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Well, we'll see what really happens. But, um, and, and if, according to this guy, uh, if, China wants to move on Taiwan. He they need to do that when uh, when Biden is still in power because Biden's sort of a uh, less militaristic than a potential. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of backbone uh, when it comes to these things. And so, and, uh, where, whereas whereas Trump would uh, Trump also doesn't want like a, a hot military war. He just wants a trade war where he can just like fuck with the sanctions and then come yeah. in and make a deal. But anyway. Well, Trump is Trump hurt himself pretty bad. He had dinner with a white nationalist named Nick Fuentes. Who well, but that's, been, how does that hurt him, though? Well, it it hurts him because his his he's got a base which is unshakable, and and the politics of his base is just pretty simple. It's all the bad shit, and it includes Nick Fuentes as part of his base. His thirty five percent includes racists and sure. bigots. People who otherwise hadn't voted before, trailer trash, dumbass motherfuckers, and a bunch of people that just are interested in money. Period. They don't care about all the other stuff. Nick Fuentes, fuck, who cares? You making me money with your policies? I'm, I love you. Period. And so what it hurts him is that there is a Republican Party, and the Republican Party, which he is arguably the top dog in, but, but about to topple, many think. If he doesn't have them, then his path to political victory is cumbersome and expensive and difficult because he's got opposition. He's got all sorts of problems. People who have a brain in their head, who are not MAGA loyalists, but just, uh, you know, besot with him. Right. Republicans who are truly conservative by nature, but will kiss his ass no matter what. When he sits with Nick Fuentes, they say... You know what? I can't go with that. I just this is wrong. Yeah, that but- means that within the party politics, not the plural, not the not the uh, the populist uh, uh, electorate, he suffers, and that apparatus is essential to win a nomination. Essential. You cannot win a, win a nomination in the Republican Party without at some point the tacit 100% involvement of the Republican Party once the primary is over. Okay, but... That's how it hurts. But it's like, how can you get upset with Trump being Trump? Like, he's... he's there, he's there What has he done that has been too outrageous? Like, There's nothing different about him doing this with Nick Fuentes and him saying during the Charlottesville terror uh, Nazi alt-right uh, marches that killed ended up with people dead or, um, or the there were good people there or, or the or the grabber by the pussy or the or the like oh, all of these that's, that's very different but you're, you're right it's it's the it's, it's like, i can stand on fifth street and kill a man and get away with it so far right that's right he it won't it won't stand it won't like, stand but he like, will be indicted he will be indicted he will be convicted he will get prison time he could get pardoned okay he could but, get pardoned by joe biden so this this Nick Fuentes thing, whoever Dinner. he is, 
uh, with him and, and Ye, yeah, the uh, the the the, the yeah, Rampart is formerly yeah. known as fucking Ken Ye. Fuck him. Yeah, Ken so, a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Again, this tastes to me just like the yeah. the thing to talk about Trump for for the week yeah. that we've had since forever, and every time it's like. How could he have done this more outrageous thing? Let's talk more about him. And and then we do. And then it's like, it's just, it repeats again. Like next week is going to be a more outrageous thing. And it just keeps escalating and escalating. But it's like, um, are you familiar with, there's this, uh, there's this uh, audio uh, illusion that where you can play a sound that sounds like it's constantly rising. Uh-huh. And like, it feels like it's it's rising and rising and rising. And then, and then you keep listening and it's still rising and rising, but like, it's just, it's just, it can't always be rising. Right. Exactly. It's it's an illusion, but uh, it's that exactly that, Uh, whatever that's called, I'm going to put that in the show notes and I will send Dennis a link so he can actually know what that is. You want to look at the show notes. Uh, So uh, you've, that's what Trump is. You've, you've obviously had, uh, that was something I wanted to talk to you about. I have not watched any television aside from uh, the world cup. Quite the, uh, Quite the victory yesterday, U.S. versus Iran. Yes, I didn't see any of it. I have to admit, but I'm. I'm, I'm it was to pretty touch and go there at the end. Uh, like they were coming really close to scoring. Who's the American? The Polachek? That can't be right. It's something like that. I can't pronounce. But he went to the hospital. He went to hospital afterwards. He had, he had a he, injury. He 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 took that fucking ball into the goal with his own body and. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was looking not so good after that abdominal injury. Uh, yeah, I mean he he got uh, you pummeled. know pummeled. I have, I'll have to I'll have to look it up. Hey, you know what I'm watching tonight? I'm watching the um, the uh, uh, the interview with Howard Stern and uh, interviewing Bruce Springsteen. It's a special HBO special. Okay, and there's Bruce Springsteen with a guitar next to him uh, at a piano. And when Howard Stern asks him about certain things that happened in his life, he he he, sure. he shows you by 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 playing it. I can't wait. But yeah. I, I wanted to tell you, but I wanted to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I, you may have an anecdote uh, at the ready, for all I know, before I talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, I was just going to say that 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 Howard is one of these people that is uh, not unlike Trump. He's a total dick that you can't stop paying attention to like he's so entertaining um, uh, i think he's less of a dick now than he was for sure he is less now but also over over this time he's honed his interviewing skills and his yeah. ability and and he obviously has this status where he can interview anyone that he wants yeah and well that's uh, not exactly true uh but it's it, the fact that he got bruce Springsteen makes your point it's not anybody that he wants he could um, have he could have who couldn't he? Have? He could have Hillary on if he wanted to, or uh, I don't know if she would do it. Well, um, I mean, her—I don't know. Her her PR people would uh, would have a debate about it, but I don't know. He's he's such a uh, a god in, in the interview Clinton. space. Well, of course, exactly. Like that's how I was trying to come up with like the most uh, extreme. She, he could. Example. I could see him. Her, you know. Asking her sexual-oriented questions just to exactly. be a dick. Right, exactly. He, I, talk about him, all of- I haven't heard him do that. He's become more respectable once he got that superstar freaking contract on a Serious. You know, 24-hour radio. Serious? Serious? What is it called? Serious. He has to be more serious on Serious. Yes, that's it. That's it. So anyway, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I tune in. And uh, Judas Priest there that I missed, but what I caught was a Carly Simon – just fabulous uh, session. And um, then your rhythmics, which was one of the best segments on Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I have ever seen. They and and the 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 kind of docu uh, thing documentary thing that they did for a few minutes after they were nominated uh, shows them in their most absolute iconic moments and bizarre stuff that they did and just outlandish and such fabulous music and such a different variation of rock and roll and some of their stuff, you know, sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Traveled right on and on. Just wonderful. But then the controversy that I read about is that Dolly Parton 
is nominated in the Hall of Fame. She originally said, I don't think that I've earned this. I, you know, gratefully recline, decline. And, you know, I can only imagine all hell broke loose. Oh, she's, she's super fucking humble. Like, well, true. And it was that from that humbleness. But when she gets up there and after uh, uh, Pink introduces her in a heartfelt thing, she didn't make the case at all, or nor did she try, that Dolly Parton was somehow rock and roll. She said she's the most, you know, fabulous and, and wonderful sure, storyteller sure. of our time, which, yeah, arguably, and that she's had 100 top, you know, hits. Oh, okay, that's good. Blah, 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 blah. But as far as the rock and roll, it's like, this is country, and this is what she knew. So Dolly Parton says, you know, and I originally, you know, uh, declined this, and I didn't realize, because I didn't feel like I'd earned it. And then I learned, of course, that it's so much more than that. And I'm just grateful to be here and to, to earn it. I've, I wrote a rock and roll song that, that, that I'll play for you in a minute. And thank you. And it was a little awkward for her. She still wow. didn't quite get it, nor did I in any way. Now, they, had also, they also put in Eminem. And someone would say, well, how is, how is um, uh, 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 rap and Eminem rock and roll? I said, what, are you kidding me? It's all from the same, it's all from the same place. It's all from the same place. Dylan was doing rap without without the backbeat. I mean, you know, syncopation, and it in 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 it's all in the same gender to me. But country, no, Dolly Parton, no. So speed up to the story. <laughs> we got nothing but time. Please, is is we find they they uh, I, um, uh, two women singers, including uh, Pink and and um, oh, what the hell is her name? We'll have to figure it out, but. They did two of her country tunes. One of them was a house, a coat of many colors, which isn't right. rock and roll, but a, a beautiful ballad. And then they did nine to five, with a Zach Brown from the Zach Brown band singing along with with Pink. And it didn't seem to work all that well with a man singing it. I don't know that. that for, I don't know. But then she came out dressed as Dolly Parton would dress, but for rock and roll, she's all clad in black leather and red rhinestones. It's yes, all I'm, black I'm leather. Being- all I'm, black I'm, leather and shiny shit. And from the knees down, there's no leather. There's black lace, just black leather stiletto heels. And she has a she has a guitar that is also black and white and rimmed with red rhinestones, just like her costume. Yep. She comes out and she repeats this thing that she said, well, when I got nominated, I said I could do rock and roll. And then she strummed her guitar with this heavy metal strum. And I thought, Dolly's going to do it. I think I know where we're going with this. And then... Jolene. No. No. Then what happens is she sets the backbeat from that heavy opening guitar thing, which apparently was random, and the background is... And the music is... I was born to rock and roll. I always used to rock and roll. And it was a country tune about rock and roll but nice. it was not rock and roll and i thought i love it that what, what, what a, what a with the guitar you should have done you should have collaborated with judas priest or something yeah Be- and and i will tell you why i know that that would work is because after she got done with this rock and roll song which was entertaining but it wasn't rock and roll really i guess or bad rock and roll is that they do jolene and it closes the ceremony and everybody who got nominated comes up. You really, and they're all it's all Jolene and it's Jolene, 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 Jolene. There's is no rock and roll in it. But no. who is doing one of the duets with her is the lead singer from Judas Priest, who's taken off his leather jacket and his leather cap, and he's still mostly in leather. And you you understand the nature of the the, the interaction on stage with maybe one rehearsal prior to it, whatever, and then sure. you're live, Sure, is that he approached her and ended up doing a, a moment of a duet with her. And it was, it was pretty extraordinary. Um, but it, it only goes, it only, it, to, to my mind, it's like, that's who you should have collaborated with, with their, and, and with their guitar player, for you to come out and do that thing that you did and do just that. Instead of this, you know, I mean, she's country through and through. So anyway, I, she's uh, she's one of the, uh, th- there was this amazing podcast series about her uh, a couple of years ago that uh, explored how 
in like in uh in our current nation that is totally divided. You know, you've got your blue states and your red states, and everyone loves and, her. And we all watch different television shows, and uh, everyone fucking adores Dolly Parton. Like, she, well, let me let me tell you this: the cynical part of me. Which may have gone because, into her. because she she never says anything political, like she's chosen yes. to to walk that line and be like, yeah. I I won't comment on abortion or whatever. It's up to people to do what people want to do. Yeah, um, but the cynical part of me realized that what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just did was they brought in some odd I don't know how many people are Dolly Parton fans twenty five million. Can you Google that? Let's make is hey. Let's each make a guess. How many fans does Dolly Parton have? I, my guess is 250 million. What's yours? 250 million? Uh, I'm going to go higher at uh, 400. Okay. Uh, it's not like it's a thing that you could just Google. How many fans does someone have? Because yeah. otherwise, I think I'd be doing that all day long. Uh, yeah, who knows? We, we don't know. What? Uh, what do you, what what sort of page lists how many fans a particular person has? I can put what in your page? name. I just can't believe you just can't ask Google and it'll just tell you. How, how many Dolly Parton fans are there? How yes. many are there? Let's see. Hold on. First, I have to identify which images contain tractors. Uh, Dolly Parton popularity and fame. There's a site that says it's all blurry because I guess they want me to pay more money. Uh, Dolly Parton fans on Facebook. We can look at how many people are yeah. in that group. Uh, but that's only fifty six thousand. That's low. Oh, yeah, those are the those are the people that like care to follow her on Facebook. So, uh, sure, I think you're okay with your guess. Um, I have speaking of rock and roll fame uh, news. You may not have heard yet because it just came out. Uh, Chris, Kristen McPhee, Christine McPhee from Fleetwood Mac, has has died. Oh no, kidding! Seventy nine. Um, so. See if see if somebody from Fleetwood Mac was inducted in the Hall of Fame this week. There was a woman there with gray hair, with a guy, but I couldn't. I didn't know who it was. She got inducted. I missed it all. Nikki said that's the other woman singer from uh, Fleetwood Mac, not. Um, no, I'm seeing uh, like we got Carly Simon. Uh, I'm looking at the article about the inductees. There's a list: Judas Priest, Harry Belafonte, Elizabeth Cotton. Yeah, nobody from Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac's probably already in the in the. Yeah, hall this thing. I don't know. It was it was a duet? I don't know who it was. Pat Benatar was. and Neil. No. Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. That's who it was. So she, yeah. In a recent picture, she got all gray hair. I yeah. bet you that was her. And yep. I missed it. Yeah. Okay. I, that's, I, that came to mind. But she's I, I'm not used to seeing she's, she's the incredible age of 69. Huh? So. The time of balance. Yeah. She's that old. So here's a question for Four you. Four-time Grammy winner. Um, there's a song from the movie with Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston called The Bodyguard. Yep. And the theme of the movie is a song. Yep. Dolly wrote it's, it about her manager. Oh, I don't know if she wrote it about her manager. She did. Really? This, this is all part of this intricate podcast about... Oh, uh, I will always love you. I mean, if this is about your manager of this podcast, then continue. I'll always love you. So that song. That made Dolly more money than any, anything. Record, yeah. Worldwide record of all time. Yep. That made Dolly more money than the rest of her music, I think. Did you realize that uh, our, our uh, Bezos gave her $100 million? Our Bezos? Last month? To spend as she saw fit. Do you know this news? Our Bezos? Jeff Bezos gave Dolly Parton $100 million and said, spend it in any way you want. Following up on uh, two prior $100 million awards from Jeff Bezos. One went to Van Jones, who received $100 million to do with what he wants. You didn't receive your reward? I got 
I, one dollar. <laughs> I've been I've been trying to figure out how to spend mine, but uh, <laughs> can't even buy a stamp. It's been hard. <laughs> hey man, it's been great. <laughs> I I, go. I'll see you. Uh, I love you. See you next week. Next week. Oh, I will always love you. I'll always love you. I'll always love you. And cut. Okay, that's it for episode number 168. You can find the show notes and photos of Dennis's lovely pipe installation at happyhour.fm slash 168. Also some links in there to articles about Dolly Parton and fun stuff like that. You can support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour. See you next week.